Hi, this is 15 Minutes with Alex, episode 7. Today, Nick and I call my dad so he can answer to all of my mother's accusations. And he teaches me how to pronounce my last name. Oh, dear. Hope you enjoy it. Last night, it felt like the middle of the night, I'm not sure, but I picked my face up off the pillow and my eyes were kind of glued together and I can't see anything. And I felt like it was dark in the room and I, my head must have turned towards you and you said, what's wrong? And I was like, what the hell do you mean what's wrong? I can't open my eyes. I'm just like turning my head from one position to another. Should I put a bag over my head when I sleep now? You said, you look upset. You look angry. <laughs> and I was like, with my face on my head, like. And <laughs> you looked at me and, and you were like just grimacing. I mean, there's different, it wasn't just sleepy face. You were actually grimacing. And I was just like, is, some, I was like, is something wrong? Is something well, wrong? now I want to walk and around. And you were like, oh. Should I just put a bag over my head? <laughs> I basically want to walk around with a paper bag over my face because Miko always tells uh, tells me I'm grimacing as well and makes this awful like sour puss face that I'm making. So I guess that's just what it's come down to in my middle age that I have a re sour puss resting face. You know. Maybe that just happens to all of us. Yeah. I know. Um, so I guess we were gonna call my dad to get his. Um, input on this whole situation considering my mother's accused him which is nothing new of being a gigolo she always does and also um when we were talking about housekeeping in the last episode i wanted to get his perspective on yeah. living with her yes. even though it was a long time ago yes and um he's actually pretty neat and very um fastidious about like people not touching his stuff and yeah i think well, he's very neat like sort of i might even say on the Verging on paranoia. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's always been like that. He's very particular about his his video. He's a video artist, obviously, right. about his video equipment. And he was like that when I was a kid, too. And he's always been, I feel like, very neat. The opposite of Viva. Um, and, you know, he also has an odd, you know, when his house in upstate New York, he bought it from that old lady. It's an old ranch house. And, I, you know, he never touched anything, as you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, meaning he kept, like, her wallpaper. He didn't do any fancy yes. renos, renovations. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, some people might not think of him as in terms of cleanliness. Like, he can let things get dusty. You know, he has yeah. those little mise-en-scenes that are covered in dust and he stuff. He likes to watch things decay, I feel like. Yeah. He likes to be observe things to decay. So he doesn't like to change things because he actually kind of seems to enjoy watching Exactly. He'll put he'll tape like a picture of Louie when she was a baby up next to like a rotting apple and some dried flowers. Right. And that will stay like that for fifteen years. Yeah. But he's not messy. Like he no. keeps the kitchen clean. He has an organization to his things and he acts yeah. in some ways actually very similar to we other women we've known <laughs> in our lives who are very I'm just laughing because I also know, like, whenever I, he gets mad when I visit because I like to open the fridge a lot and just sort of survey. Yeah, just yeah, you do. Anaya's thing to kind of just occasionally survey. You open the fridge, I would say, every 15 minutes all day long <laughs> yeah. and stare at it. And it's it's almost your way of, like, meditating. Like, you'll be staring out and be like, Nick, can you grab, like, like for example, to, the half like and half? I like to look at the larder. You know? Yes, but if I say grab the half and half, you'll open the fridge, stare at it, <laughs> and then close it and don't get the half and half. Well, I get distracted by everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah. right. um, well, let's give him a call. Okay. Here you go. Shooky-dee-dook. Shooky-dee-dook. 
Everybody plays a fool. Sometimes, no exception to the rule. Call Michelle O'Dare. I have something against Siri. Mm, no. Siri always does weird things. Wow, uh, what's your name? Oh, Dad. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. Okay. Hello, can you hear us? Huh? Hi. Hi, Dad. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Not too long. <laughs> Not too bad. Are you, um, I feel like this is the longest you've gone, um, one, without a lady friend, and two, just being upstate without ever going to back to New York. Don't make any assumptions, Alex. That's true. Uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, no, you're absolutely, absolutely right. Wow. That's the longest, yeah. It's a, it's a new phase. How does it feel? In my late life. <laughs> um, how does that feel? Do you, do you crave the touch of the woman? Uh... Yeah, I like it, but I think uh, I had uh, had so many. <laughs> like it's becoming uh, redundant, maybe. I don't know. Wow! So you're finally. I think it took. I don't know. I guess seventy-six years. Yeah, seventy-six years to feel ready for some uh, some, autonomy, yeah. some body, bodily agency of your own. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I, I would accept uh, any offers, but but. Uh, I have to right. be uh, asked to. I'm, yes. I'm not, uh, <laughs> Usually, all. so do you feel like um, if it weren't COVID, you'd probably have a a companion, uh, a, a woman companion? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't had anyone, and now it's getting close to a year. Right. Wow, that's well, amazing. I mean, it's actually a year, yeah. Wow, yeah. that is really long. I feel like, and it is interesting because basically, I didn't intend to talk about this, but now that's coming up. But <laughs> um, um, I wanted to ask you other questions. But I feel like yeah. usually the woman in your life, on some level, organizes our relationship. You know, like 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 Marissa would create the family, you know, holiday dinners and stuff. You know, and and then the other woman, and then Sophie wasn't as much like that. Maybe she was, who knows why, but you guys had a different lifestyle, you know, but generally the woman in your life would make the dates, you know what I mean? And call me and we'd be like, okay, come to Philly. And since you haven't had the woman, we actually rarely talk or see each other, you know? Right. Because, we, yeah. Yeah. Do you agree, agree. with that? Do you agree? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah. And I think, and on some level, we're both similar in that way, you know, like you're, we're a little bit out of sight, out of mind, you and I. Yeah. Um, but uh, we know we love each other. Yeah, absolutely. But then I get worried. Suddenly, and, you'll and be you dead. Guys, you both know you, that you love me as well. Yeah, we love me. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, sometimes in a tricep part of uh, the system. Yeah. Of yes, course. yes, an intrinsic part. Yeah. Sometimes I worry that you'll. I'll suddenly find out you just died at home upstate, and then I'm like, God damn it! Why didn't we see each other one last time? You know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Well, is there anything you'd want me to know if you just died suddenly tonight? Um, I haven't thought about it. I mean, I'm sort of dying, of course. Yeah. Because, you know, 
Where do you keep uh, the treasure, the gold? Should we, should we take apart the rafters of the house? Yeah, is there or? anything hidden in the floorboards that we should have? Yeah, well, uh, I'm known not to have uh, uh, saved anything ever in my life, so it's still the same thing. Right. right. Uh, my well, bank good. account is pretty low, and right. uh, that's about <laughs> all we got. Got it. So you we and, won't take apart the house. I think you and Viva are similar in that way. So that was like, so we've been talking to Viva a lot, you know? Right. And so she, of course, as you well know, one always calls you the fucking gigolo, you know? Uh -huh. And two, we were talking about um, like housekeeping and care, basically caretaking in marriages and partnerships and stuff, you know, especially during COVID, because I, I think it sounds actually pretty sweet to be alone during COVID. Yeah. Um, but um, my, so Viva claims this, and we want to see if you remember this or agree with this. She claims that two things once when i once i was born you had no interest in her sexually and that you started you know having affairs or whatever obviously no surprise i mean whether you did or didn't that wouldn't shock me or make me feel one way or the other as we know you're a man of many women and two that you only would make food for me and not her that <laughs> you would make dinner for me and not her um uh, so I'm yeah curious to your on your response. Uh, to I mean, uh, I don't know. I, uh, maybe I've done that once because we we're not talking or something. But I don't think I don't think uh, I would do that. Uh, maybe as an answer to something else, as we were arguing or something. But uh, I don't know. I, I doubt about the food thing. I doubt about it. Uh, I mean, I don't see why. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, times are different, and, and when I we just uh, mm -hmm. went to the Chelsea Hotel, it was already uh, like before you were born. It was already kind of like not doing too well mm -hmm. between her and me, mm -hmm. and so you kind of like re re reconnected for a while because you were born. Mm -hmm. and but um, uh, she, I don't know really. I don't think I have changed in terms of my generosity in some way and other things. I doubt I would. I would do that all the time. Right. Uh, but like, you know. But maybe I've done it once. Well, okay. So, right. I mean, right. Diva is, has some specific uh, <laughs> memories that are like very precise, and, yeah. and she's probably very right. And I don't. I don't doubt. I did that. Right. But just to get back at her in some way, like, you know, like, uh, of course, of course, maybe uh, so, but it would be like, uh, every day I cook for you and nothing else just for you. And uh, for, like, you know, I don't know. No, I, I, that's my, of course, I, you know, I agree with but, that. And I feel like, you know, I have, as you know, physically attacked her a couple of times as an adult, you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> choked, you know, jumped on her and choked her and Nick's had uh -huh. to like pry me off her while I'm trying to choke her. And I'm like, you know, spitting, whispering things in her ear, like I'm going to bash her brains in, you know. <laughs> and so then, you know, of course, for the last, so I, I would say I haven't done that in about 10 years, maybe now more like 11 or 12, because I think Louie was like three years old in the West Village the last time I physically attacked her. Uh -huh. But of course, this, you know, her story is that I'm psychotic, violent, you know, and mm -hmm. will and attack her. And it's very, I can imagine for you, I mean, you don't have to be with her at all, but it's very frustrating when you have to kind of 
agree with this narrative, whereas I can't be like, are you fucking kidding me? You screamed for like 10 years nonstop in a small one bedroom apartment in the Chelsea, you know, no wonder I have pent up anger. But um, so when I'm imagining you one day not cooking her food, I can imagine what went down the day before, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, or the hour before. <laughs> yeah, or the hour before, for, exactly. For that matter. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, look, she's an, an amazing character and uh, she will just always uh, criticize and say that, you know, how fucked up you are. And I agree, but like, you know, who wants to hear it all day long? I know I'm fucked up. I know like yeah, the whole yeah. thing is like this, you know, like so. Uh, yeah, and you know, yeah. that's why... That's our, that's our interesting part of it. It's just like, you know, she is always extremely uh, uh, judgmental uh, of any part of things. And it's kind of funny if you don't live with her. Right, but exactly. That, you know, and that's. You live with her all the time. Uh, for yeah. you. <laughs> and, um, and of course, yeah, totally. And I'm like, I'm into, and of course, there's all these, you know, we need not say, but maybe just for the record in case she listens, of course, there's all these absolutely incredible, amazing things. She's so smart, so funny. You know, absolutely. I learned so many amazing things. I'm sure you had such a great time, you know, in the, in the honeymoon period, so to speak, traveling around with her and laughing and, um, but, and I, you know, I think she and you gave me this sense of like malleability and the ability to adapt. Like, so on some level, this whole COVID situation, I feel like it's not too crazy for me because we're all used to like adapting to some new situation in our lives. You know, I mean, like you, me and Viva, you know, and Nick just mm -hmm. by extension, now that he's part of the family, <laughs> right. but, um, <laughs> but so but uh, I, when you bring up her judgmental quality, I also wanted to bring that in now in terms of housekeeping. Because so in my, I described Viva like in the never ending cleaning mode. Like she's always in the middle of cleaning. So she hasn't changed, you mean? No, she yeah, has right, not changed. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. And, but she loves talking about, especially for her housekeepers and anyone. Yeah. When I was a kid, my teenage friends, me, you, Michelle, I'm sure she she also be like, oh, and your dad never did anything. So meanwhile, I think you're actually quite neat, and she's completely complete messy, mess. complete mess. Complete mess. Yeah. I mean, it was like insane. The yes. fiction was always insane. Okay, and yes. And of course, uh, I would just like, you know, I would drop it the way it was. But to, to start with, it was like, you know, 50 years ago, I came out like, you know, I left my home when I was, uh, or my home left me when I was 17 years old and I did never really clean the dishes or anything in my life or do things like this because like, I'm so, I survived just standing up in the kitchen, eating some stuff or right. going to a restaurant. So I wasn't that good at it. And then when we lived together, she made such a fucking mess that I was just like looking <laughs> at it like, what? you know, I would rather cook and you do the dishes, you know, like, yes, yes, like, yes. They're like, uh, hello, you know, like, that's yes. why Alex and I have that same discussion because it's really hard. Like if one person does the cooking, the other person has, and then agrees to do the cleaning, but the way you cook sort of determines the amount of cleaning that will have to be done. <laughs> like so some some chefs clean up as they go, and you know blah blah blah, and other chefs yeah. don't, and it's a very different deal, you know. So you're kind of you you are locked into some sort of partnership, no matter how you split split the cake. I'm fascinated. Yeah, I totally agree, and I'm fascinated by this because. 
I think about it a lot, like how, what my order of cleanliness is. Like, so you, so you are saying that being with Viva, who is such a slob in the kitchen, you basically taught yourself how to clean because you're very neat in the kitchen now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm cleaning all the time. I mean, like, you know, I see that changed. I wasn't, I wasn't like this then. Right, you didn't I have to as a child. I mess too. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, you have to, like, you know, and... So wait, let uh, me ask soon, you this. So as a, so as a kid growing up with Grandma Goosey, you didn't have chores and stuff. Like she didn't say, Michelle, clean the kitchen or do the dishes. No, never, never, never. Interesting. Would it was, she do it from it all the her... 50s. Uh -huh. I mean, I come from the 50s. I mean, you know, right. I grew up with my mother in the 50s. Right, right. Uh, it wasn't like... And your dad I wasn't left... educated to be, uh, to be, uh, to be, to clean the kitchen. I was, I, did, I had very little education anyway, but my right. mother would just love me. But uh, I, I, she, like, you know... Right. And so then interesting. So I never cleaned up in the kitchen or did anything in the kitchen ever. Right. It wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't asked or, or, or looked at like I should do something or anything like this. It was right. more like, you know. Michelle. Yeah. Do you think it was particularly hard or not? Maybe that also you and Viva were both artists at the time. Like, what did that look like? The way you guys kind of made or didn't make space for each other as artists? Well, I think at that time, uh, we didn't really think of uh, art in some way. I, I just, I just made film. I just fell in the art world a bit later because nobody else liked my films or anything or my videos, and the art world was more interested. Right, and she. So uh, I didn't she... even think in the seventies when Alexandra was born. I didn't really think I was an artist. I was just making like films. Mm. Like, but, you know. but you still had to make time for yourself to be creative. Like whether you didn't make. Well, I use life around me to be creative. I leave the Chelsea Hotel. I leave the you know. I use like uh, everybody around. Like, and you were just work. filming. Well, I feel the people are my actors. The world is my uh, my background. You know, like uh, my my sets. And did that, so that did, was, did that ever come into conflict with Viva's creative, which I guess was mostly acting at that time? Exactly. Was there ever improvising? Was there ever uh, conflict making speeches around? No, that? it wasn't a conflict. She was actually uh, extremely uh, supportive for a while. The thing is, when Alexandra was born, she like I never had a job. I still don't have one really, except I have to finish my class for Yale uh, tomorrow morning. But uh, which is only like you know, right? Very uh, once once a week for a semester of the year, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I never, you know, as soon as I was born, I, I, Viva came back with baby and said, you have to get a job. Right, right. You know, and that was disturbing to me because I have no skills whatsoever in anything. Yeah. I remember when I was 17, 18, I was trying to get maybe like a job to do a to be to work in a in a restaurant to serve yeah. someone. Nobody people would look at me. They, they would refuse me any kind of job, doesn't matter what. <laughs> right, they would look but, at me. But they then, would feel something was wrong. Like you know, they couldn't right. give me any. Uh, they any sensed job. you weren't made of that kind of stuff. Right. But was right. that partly an attack on your creativity? Because you've always been busy. You've always been very busy doing yeah. your, your creative works. So was she also sort of saying and and stop messing around with that stuff? No, no, I mean, we just need money, as I, usual. You need money, and I, I think, I think it's more like her, um, that 
you know, struggle in her own psyche between the 1950s shit, you know, from her Catholic family, what a man is supposed to be, and the struggle right. of her exactly. just being happy with, like, when she describes this, it sounds like bliss to me, but she's describing what I'm about to say, like, you're some kind of devil. She's like, Michelle would just pour me a drink while I wrote my book and take Alex away for the whole day. And I'm like, wow, that sounds fucking amazing. Like, if yeah, Nick exactly. pour, poured me a drink and said, write your book and took the kids away all day. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm trying to hide the alcohol. <laughs> oh. I mean, uh, she's she's uh, uh, she's like uh, uh, like you know, in a way, she's like a bourgeois uh, liberal uh, person with like uh, she's twisted, so yeah, she becomes yeah. really creative about it. Yeah, but that's you know, and then not only that, she was raised in a Catholic school or some shit like this. Right, I mean, like, right. All those things are uh, add to. Uh, different things and, right. and yeah she has always those very normal way of reacting too in the middle of that she's totally freaky yeah she would just say things like this you know but then and then <laughs> so, it's, yeah exactly and then amazingly here you two are she in palm springs you in hudson um living alone and basically doing your art in oddly like similar living situations i mean your house is a lot uh -huh. more neat than her house but, that's right but um <laughs> and um and she rejected sex and men long ago i mean hard to say the chicken or the egg but yeah where but you kept you kept with the ladies up until as we already said just about a year ago but it is kind of interesting like now you're both sort of living as she's paints all day i'm sure you're working on your videos all day and um, on your art, and uh, yeah, it's just funny to think that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's funny, but it's interesting. Um, no, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, but it's a normal state of things uh, when you get to that age. I guess so. What else is going to do? I guess yeah. so. I mean, but you, although you've been the exception for a long time, because I, you hang out, I feel like you hang out with more hip young people way more than us. Like, you're, you've been living a very active I mean, I, I admire it. Lovely lifestyle in New York, you know, with young artists and young girlfriends. Yeah, I still do. All my friends are fairly, like, you know, yeah. I mean, I have, you know, Bridget yeah. Cornell is my friend. She calls me every day. Totally. She's my age, but, but uh, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so my my last boring question, but then I'm obsessed with this, with this sort of idea of domesticity and how we're neat or not neat. So you you... Taught, you learned how to keep house by living with Viva on some level. And then on some level, I think it was your sensibility, your personality that you are actually, you do like to caretake, you enjoy feeding people. You're, you know, you're a lover on all mm -hmm. the levels in that way. Um, mm -hmm. um, and you, I feel like you were a really good dad in that sense. Like you always made me feel cozy and fed me. I, of course, with the caveat that you were also a heroin addict for many years. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but even even when you were an addict, you actually were still quite caretaking to me, um, and I felt very you know safe at home. Whatever there was, you know, that's another story. But so then, when you married Cindy, now I think of Cindy as real, like neat to the point that it can be an obstacle. Did you feel that when you guys, like, for example, when you had your first big apartment with her, the one on Walker Street, did you have to keep up with her um, demands of cleanliness or did it feel very cohesive and easy? Yeah, it was easy, I think. I was already organized a different way mm -hmm. when I was uh, living in uh, the loft on uh, West Broadway. 
like you know mm-hmm. and uh uh so then she got the studio there and then i moved in gave my place to uh some friends and uh, no there was no change really and then i had a studio across the street you know on the top of uh, on the 15th floor on to tw- on the uh, on broadway you know right right i had that studio like uh, right uh, in that uh, office building. I remember that well yeah so right, you could right, keep right. all your stuff there and yeah, yeah so that's... like uh, no but then at, I that, mean... at that point you guys were then you and Cindy were both established as not just creative but actually like fine artists was there ever any conflict around how like the domestic or or otherwise making space for each other in that creative way no no i have my space all the time i always had a studio mm-hmm. so i was i always retired in my studio every day and it seemed like she and was pretty supportive of that absolutely and i and that's the way it worked you know and I, so when you first first met and she had the apartment on on Fulton not not the Walker yeah, street the first on one Fulton street, yeah, yeah Fulton uh-huh. street um that seemed very relaxed and easy going to me when i would visit there for the weekends and so did you ever did you think at that time did she seem particularly controlling and neat in the household at that place or did she just seem like a regular person in terms of I don't know I didn't think of it I didn't think of it that right. way right. I, I didn't feel any uh, I mean you know you're you're like the child of the uh, you know at that time yeah so you see those things like this but me I just like uh, whatever yeah you're just people. living I didn't life. see any uh, any like uh, psychological uh, uh, like uh, reference to that stuff you know like right Right. I just liked the way I just like her work. I thought she was kind of awesome. It was like before she became really like, you know, uh, famous. Yeah. And it was like uh she lived on Fulton Street. She had like she had to go take a piss. Uh, or, or, there was like a I remember that. the whole floor, you know, you take a piss in the same uh, Yeah, you had to go place. out into the outer Yeah, you never private the bathroom, you know. Yeah. Actually, as I'm, re- I'm remembering, you guys, I, when I met you guys, uh, you and Cindy really actually did cook together a lot, as I recall. Yeah, they cooked yeah, every yeah. night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that seemed pretty, pretty smooth and easy. And then I, and then I, when yeah. I would be visiting, I would do the dishes afterwards, unless I had a lot of you homework. Did, and then you would say, "Oh, we have it. You go do your homework." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I didn't have any. Uh, 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 I don't remember any issues like this or whatever. It seems to be to work by itself yeah. without any uh, any kind of like uh, uh, re rethinking about. Oh no, I should do this. This is too much. Or, like, right. like you know, right. nobody say you don't clean or anything. Right. That and must then, have been. It was, <laughs> yeah. It just worked out without. It just worked out normally without right. thinking. Right. But then, as you took, I realized this must be your worst nightmare. I was asking you to to shovel shit on your former lovers, but. And that's not really our point. But anyway, then you had to take on all these young lovers and it's almost like, uh, what's that thing, <laughs> like the Broadway show where the, you know, the guy teaches oh, the ladies, um, uh, uh, the rain in Spain falls mostly on the plane. What is it? Uh, you know, with, with um, Audrey Hepburn. I don't know, yeah. It's where I, the I'm man... Not too, I'm not too... Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not too familiar but, with but so culture, with... American culture <laughs> of films. You're pretty I familiar with Eliza Doolittle. Eliza Doolittle. Yes. I don't even know what it is, I swear. <laughs> it's it means like... like you had to like teach a younger person the ropes of like, you know, the, of life. 
It's like a famous old trope from this movie where the, uh -huh. the cultured, sophisticated older man teaches the unsophisticated young woman, you know, the ways of the world. I don't know. I, I thought I always had sophisticated young women. I don't know. Mm, I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, 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 remember, I remember a lot of cooking classes going on. Well, uh, I guess we'll leave that for the next conversation with Michelle Adair. Um, well, Daddy, my sweet Daddy. Yes. You know, yes. I love to make inappropriate sex references to Daddy. Oh, Daddy, sweet Daddy. Um, yeah. Oh, um, disgusting, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we'll have to return back to sex and drugs for the next conversation. Okay, great, great. I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Great. The, the Nick, uh, yeah. good to hear from you, uh, Nick. Yes, I'll cover my ears <laughs> for the next conversation. Yeah, okay, good. Love you, Daddy. Love you. Me love you long time, Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Long time, yeah. Long time. 50 years, almost. <laughs> it's true. I've had 50 years of daddy love. Almost, <laughs> almost. almost, almost. Oh, oh, dad, dad. Say, say our last name the way it's meant to be pronounced. Our last name is yeah. called, uh, well, you know, Udair. Great. Perfect. It's like Ud and then Air, like Air. The Air and the... Oh, Udair. 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 Okay. Okay, right from the horse's mouth. I mean, you know, some people say odor. They sure do, or they say our. You have to change. You have to change your name to another thing if you want to be really famous. But you're doing pretty good with your yoga stuff. That's true. That's pretty cool. That's true. Keep it like this. Au revoir. Yeah. Bye, Mademoiselle Odeur. Fede Borev. Okay. À demain. À demain. Bonne nuit. Bonne nuit. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to unlock all of our previous episodes that are patron-only episodes, go to Patreon and become a monthly subscriber to 15 Minutes with Alex. It's super easy and you can pay whatever you want from a dollar to a thousand dollars if you're feeling fancy. And I highly recommend getting the Patreon app on your phone. It's much easier to use. Okay, uh, tune into the next episode.